When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. We always talk recruiting. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Kinetic Staffing. Find your place on the team. Legal and professional contract and career positions. Powered by Kinetic. Kinetic Staffing. You can visit kineticstaffing.com. Alan Lang and his team at, Kinet- at Kinetic Staffing um, will build your talent Roster, long-term staffing solutions. Choose the winner among contract staffing firms. Find your talent. You need to achieve excellence, legal and professional contract and career positions, all at kineticstaffing.com. That's kineticstaffing.com. Build your talent bench. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our next guest joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. He is Steve Palazzolo, senior analyst, pro football focus, PFF.com, NFL insider. And uh, good morning, my friend. How are you? Uh, Doing great. Appreciate you having me back. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's talk about how bad the quarterbacks are at New York, Washington, and and Atlanta. Um, So what, what do you make of where this could be going with Daniel Jones in in New York and what in the world the commanders may be doing at their quarterback position. There's a lot of chatter and scuttlebutt that things aren't looking so good. I mean, yeah, starting with Daniel Jones, I think you've got a new regime, right? New GM, new head coach. And, you know, they're probably a year from now going to want to pick a new quarterback unless Daniel Jones really excels this year in a new system. So, on one hand, I don't know if we've given Daniel Jones or if the Giants have given him the best opportunity to succeed. They've had a bottom five offensive line pretty much all three years that he's been there. A bunch of the playmakers that they invested in were hurt or, or underproduced or whatever it might have been. So, 
maybe we haven't seen the best situation for Daniel Jones, but I still think he's a low-end starter, and, and we're going to see that again this year, and a year from now the Giants are looking to move on. You know, with Carson Wentz it, in Washington, there was a point in his career where it looked like he was ascending, but that's absolutely leveled off over these last couple of years. And I guess the, the, the tough part for Washington, when you're investing in a Carson Wentz, they didn't have other options. You know, he still might, he's still probably an upgrade over what they got last year from Taylor Heineke, but he's not what he could have been, what people hoped he was going to be in Philadelphia. So, so you have a Carson Wentz who's essentially been run out of Philadelphia, been run out of Indianapolis, determined he's not the guy in each of those places. So obviously it's, there's some risk involved there to say, hey, maybe he's going to be our guy in Washington. But on the other hand, you have a commander's team that had, you know, subpar play from Taylor Heineke last year and went should be better than that. So they're just also sitting in this middle ground of he's a starting caliber quarterback, but we'd absolutely like to have a, a better option here. And then Atlanta uh, with with Marcus Mariota, that's in the Saints division. We have a bunch of Saints fans here. Uh, how do you see the Marcus Mariota, what is this, the fifth experiment? And how do you see that going down in the <laughs> NFC South with the Falcons, Steve? Again, it's it's really just a it's a transitional quarterback, a bridge quarterback for the Falcons. They were they had Matt Ryan. They had Matt Ryan locked up to a ridiculous deal. Uh, it was almost an untradeable contract, and then they went and explored Deshaun Watson as a trade. So once they did that, uh, I don't know how they were going to pull that off anyway, even if they had made the trade. Um, once they did that, they pretty much had to trade Matt Ryan. They sent him to Indianapolis for a draft pick, and the Falcons have the most dead cap money, I think, in NFL history, between Matt Ryan and still Julio Jones on the books and all this stuff. So the, the Falcons are absolutely in this transition rebuilding time where, you know, second year of uh, a new regime there, you don't know who your long-term quarterback is. I don't think it matters if they rejuvenate Marcus Mariota or not. I mean, if they do reju- if he gets rejuvenated to like Ryan Tannehill level, where Tannehill really looked completely different in Tennessee than he did previously in Miami, then great. You know, Atlanta might have might have something there, but I think they're another team a year from now. Atlanta is in the quarterback market in the draft, and you know Marcus Mariota is probably going to just be the starter for one season here. All right, Steve Palazzolo, Senior Analyst, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, NFL Insider on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Steve Smith, uh, you know, he's on the NFL Network. He likes Matt Corral, um, and he believes that Corral could be the starter uh, next year, maybe even the next. would you think that Sam Darnold's probably heading out of town and this will be a Baker Mayfield as the starter, Corral as a backup? How do you see what could play out with the Carolina Panthers, Steve? That's my, my old buddy, Steve Smith. He, he called me a, a big nerd on TV one time. But, <laughs> Did he really? But we, we hugged it out. We hugged it out off air. It's oh, good, good. Hey, so I, I like Steve. I like his take. I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, it should be Baker Mayfield's team. You know, you read the reports coming out of Carolina, and it's like, oh, in this, in these periods, Baker Mayfield was much more aggressive and threw the ball down the field, and Sam Darnold was less aggressive and checked down a lot. It's like, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. That's not, that's not news. That's exactly how they play. Um, I think, I think Baker Mayfield's worst season 
so far has been better than Sam Darnold's best season. I, I just think that's pretty clear. Um, I think it would be smart for the Panthers to, you know, to look to Matt Corral and say, look, let's, uh, you know, let's give him the backup reps. And, there, and then there might be a point in the season if the Panthers are sitting there with five wins and, you know, week 13 or whatever it is, you know, if, if you're not going to make the playoffs, why not? You know, see what you have in Matt Corral. The tricky part there is you have Matt Rule, the head coach. Everything else I cited was like, hey, new regime, new coach, new GM. Matt Rule's there for – he's in year three here. You know, he's expected to win and produce and show something and, you know, potentially make the playoffs there in Carolina. So he's probably less incentivized to get Matt Corral in there and get, you know, get him some reps. He's, he's incentivized to, to really win. Not that anyone is not incentivized to not win in the NFL. We know everyone's trying to win at all sure. times. But there's certainly some coaches that have a little bit more on the line in certain years. So it's a trickier one in Carolina where I think they're going to ride it out with Baker Mayfield as long as possible. Okay. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus on the Out of Bounds Show. Let's go to Dallas and Dak. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They lose James Washington, who's like a third-tier receiver or something, and uh, Gallup, they're not sure, six, seven, eight games in. Uh, they have CD and some other pieces. Um, but if they just go with what they've got, Steve, take take Gallup and, and James Washington out. If they just go with what they've got today, give or take, where would you rank their receiving unit? Oh, off the top of my head, if it's just CD and a whole bunch of question marks, and you throw Dalton Schultz in there, it's probably 25th, 26th. You know, maybe a, maybe a little bit lower. You know, the, the last couple of years, there's there's been receiving cores like Washington for a couple of years had just Terry McLaurin and a whole bunch of questions. You know, and, and that's uh, even Tennessee at one point had kind of just AJ Brown and a bunch of question marks and. Those guys, those receiving cores, we'd always look at as you know in the twenties. You know they've got a they've got a number one, but to win in this league, you do need three or four really good options. So it is a challenge. You know this is it's a challenge for Dak because if you do look at his career trajectory, his production has absolutely gotten better as they've added more receiving weapons. Almost almost right away when they added Amari Cooper, for whatever you think about Amari Cooper, the production's been better since he's been there. And I loved the strategy of drafting C.D. Lamb when it looked like they didn't have a need at receiver. And this is why, this is kind of like a reminder for me to everybody. When you're sitting there at draft time and it's like, my team needs to fill this need. My team needs to fill this need. You don't need to fill a need immediately because needs change. And when Dallas drafted C.D. Lamb, you know, 
they had two really good receivers, and now it doesn't matter. You just get these best. You just get the best players, and CD Lamb's their their number one. So it shows that you just need to continue to stock up at these valuable positions. So anyway, Dak, there's definitely a point in his career where having all those receiving weapons helps to elevate him. So now I think there's just more pressure on him to show, okay, I have taken this next step as a quarterback. I am able to elevate my teammates. Uh, you know, I've had people say, hey, he elevated a, a Cedric Wilson last year or even a Dalton Schultz coming out of nowhere. There might be some truth in that, but, yeah, there's, there's even more pressure on Dak this year to carry the pass game, C.D. Lamb to step up as the number one, and for them to develop other receivers, including third-rounder Jalen Tolbert. So I think they're just kind of playing with fire a little bit, though, because they got worse at receiver, and now they've had these injuries kind of creep up on them. Well, and, I mean, couldn't, couldn't, isn't that applicable to any quarterback? I mean, tell me, tell me who, I mean, even Brady's got weapons. Um, you know, Mahomes, they added the second best Green Bay Packers wide receiver after losing Tyreek. Uh, I mean, the guy that can do it with the 27th or 28th receiving unit. Yeah, well, there's not many. I mean, there's, you know, Brady has a ton of weapons right now in Tampa. There were definitely years in, you know, in New England where they had a bottom three unit, and, and it affected them, right? They would still go to the AFC Championship, but they wouldn't win. Super Bowls, really, with that type of receiving core. So um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's getting tested this year. If he can uh, elevate a group this year that doesn't look great on paper. So, yeah, it's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot of quarterbacks. But I think, you know, it's, it, you know, quarterbacks, Dak's not at Brady or Rodgers level. So it's even more important for them uh, to have those receivers around them. So, yeah, it's, it, look, it's a challenging way to win in today's NFL if you don't have, a slew of weapons, and, and Dallas definitely looks like they're working from behind right now. And so, do you shake your head when you hear Jerry Jones say, "Nah, we're, we're, we're we really don't think we need to go to the market and, and get a veteran"? They could have gotten Julio a couple of weeks ago, but Tampa Bay just adds to the arsenal. Ty Hilton's out there. What? Whoever I'm, I, you'll know, like eight other names. But do you shake your head or eye roll when you hear Jerry Jones say, "No, nah, we think everything's okay." At that position, yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of that just coach speak and GM speak, and just trying to say, hey, you know, current players, we're 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 believing in you. But at the same time, I do believe that the NFL does have, uh, you know, in, not an excess of receivers, but I do think come cut day in a couple of weeks, it, it's not attractive, but there will be some names available there. And I do think from a team building standpoint, another reason why you don't necessarily just fill all your needs in the draft there will be people on the street that are decent receivers. Now, it's not exciting. It's probably it's not Amari Cooper level, but I think there will be receivers available. There'll be people that are, you know, receivers that are kind of pushed out of camp. They're, they're going to be the fourth option or fifth option, but they're still really good players because these teams build depth. Um, the Bucks are probably going to get rid of some good receivers. So I would just keep an eye on that. You know, the team-building effort's not always done, and I think Dallas would be shrewd to probably take a look at the, at the cut market. So all the we're visiting with Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, NFL Insider. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line as we're rolling through the NFL here with Steve. Um the the Dallas media, um pretty much across the board believes that Tony Pollard is a better player today than Zeke Elliott. 
One, do you believe that? And two, when you hear Jerry Jones double and triple down on Zeke needing to get his touches, what is your reaction? So I think Tony Pollard has absolutely been a more explosive, you know, big play threat than Zeke. I mean, I think that's pretty clear. The one hesitancy I'll have, you don't, you, it is tough sometimes when you have change of pace running backs who are more efficient and just say, well, give them more carries because it doesn't always work that way. I mean, there, it is tough to be a 20 to 25 carry type of guy. So I don't know that that should be the role for Tony Pollard at any point, but I, but I would say, no, you don't need to get Zeke his carries. You don't need to force feed him 20 either. I mean, if I was Dallas, I would say, look, Zeke is still a good running back. He's battled through injuries. I think he's a good, efficient runner. He lacks some of the big playability that a Tony Pollard has. Um, Zeke is, can still catch the ball and still block. I mean, he's still a good player. But I would just find a way to get Tony Pollard more touches, you know, or, or steal some of those touches from, from Zeke. I don't think it's overly complicated. I think they overpaid for Zeke. I think that's pretty, pretty clear and apparent right now. And you don't have to justify that by making sure that he gets his touches. Um, so, I mean, that's how I would handle it. You know, I don't think Tony Pollard should be taken over necessarily, uh, and taken, you know, 90% of the carries, but I think they could still split time and see if Zeke can recapture a little bit of where he was a few years ago. But I think we just need to see more of Tony Pollard because he's always produced when given an opportunity. So you got to keep that going. Would you be surprised if there's a directive in the building from Jerry or Steven or someone in between them and Kellen Moore to make sure that? Zeke gets his touches because they want to justify the uh, insane contract they gave a running back that was I leaving put, his prime. I wouldn't, put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. Okay. I don't know. I don't think it's that direct. You know. I don't know, but who 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 knows with Jerry? I'm a, you're trying you're trying to have me predict what Jerry is going to do. Well, you're the I bring. You're our NFL expert, so I, I'm just <laughs> bouncing it off of you. Uh, I think there's pressure. You know, I call it uh, Zeke and nine or Zeke and eight. And how many yeah. times I see on a Sunday when the Cowboys start a drive and they run Zeke off guard and uh, he gets a half yard to a yard. It's really awesome. It's riveting TV. I don't know if you watch it, but uh, it's amazing to me <laughs> as I'm sitting there uh, sipping not, on a blue moon. To, not the best way to pre-create offense now. <laughs> okay um can you quantify for us it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. There's so many good players in the NFL, and it's just like a whisker's worth of difference when we tear them out a lot of times. Can you quantify what the Chiefs did? Because I think it's what the Cowboys should have done. But as they lead, as they lose Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins, and they picked up the Packers' second best receiver. What's the dude's name, Steve? Marquez Valdez Gantlin. Yeah. Like, what is the difference there? So, so they've got some other pieces that we all like, and then they bring him in. What What is the gap? I mean, like, quantify what we're looking at: a whisker or a lot? How does Steve Palazzolo see that? Yeah, so I think you have to look beyond just Valdez-Scantling coming in. It's it's this accumulation of Valdez-Scantling comes in from Green Bay. Juju Smith-Schuster comes in from the Steelers. They draft Sky Moore in the second round. I, I think it's all of those guys essentially trying to replace Tyreek Hill in that offense. Now, I think, it, I think the Chiefs' offense should get worse before they get better. I, I think the Tyreek Hill, to quantify the Tyreek Hill move, you have to realize all the money that they saved and then the fact that they added five draft picks, including, say, Sky Moore, uh, George Karloff in the first round, the edge defender. So some of the Tyree Kill benefit, the trade, or the benefit of the trade is going to be seen on the defensive side of the ball. So the, the Chiefs essentially made a calculated risk that we're going to make the rest of the roster better. The roster had kind of been gutted, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They didn't have a lot of young talent that they were – feeling good about a couple of years from now. They had a lot of salary cap space locked up in just a few players. It would have been difficult to do the same thing in Tyreek Hill. So I think the Chiefs made a long-term play, that the receiving core will be good enough. Now, on paper, here's what I, what I don't like, is I, I think Tyreek Hill dictates coverage better than any player in the NFL. I think Tyreek Hill's the best deep threat that we've seen probably since Randy Moss. I think he's a guy that you could give him 150 catches. He could break the receptions record if you just put him in the slot because he's just uncoverable. So he could do it all, and defenses have to account for him at all times. I think the Chiefs are going to lose that. What they could potentially gain is we've seen other quarterbacks get better or, or work, you know, work differently when they lose their star player and they don't rely on him as much. We saw Brady win uh, an MVP when he lost Randy Moss, and it was Deion Branch, an aging Deion Branch was his top option that year. We've seen Matthew Stafford have a couple seasons post-Calvin Johnson where he looks pretty good. We saw Deshaun Watson get better without DeAndre Hopkins. So on paper, I wouldn't like losing those top receivers, but we've seen quarterbacks maybe expand their game a little bit, spread the ball around. So this could make Mahomes a better overall quarterback. I don't know. But um, that's the risk I think the Chiefs are taking. You lose this one player who adds so much to your team, and you're trying to make the rest of your team better. I think the receivers get a little bit worse in the short term, Maybe the Chiefs end up benefiting long term, and they lose some of the risk of Tyreek Hill. You know, having all your eggs in one basket. If you don't have Tyreek Hill, he's only one player. He's getting older. If one guy gets hurt, the team would really be in trouble. So I think that's the way the Chiefs were looking at this: is, is just adding five players in place of one. Okay. Do you expect Russell Wilson to look different and a lot better? Maybe getting out 
from underneath the conservative approach of the Seahawks and Pete Carroll and a defensive-minded coach or no? I'm interested to see what it is. I think, you know, there'll probably be some games where they open it up a little bit more. But I'll say this. I, I don't know that Russ will def- definitely excel in those areas. I don't know if he's like a, a, a Mahomes or a Rodgers or a Brady that you – that you say, hey, you're just going to throw the ball. You're going to, we're going to throw the ball first, and it's going to be a pass-first offense, and you're going to carry the load, and you got to make, you know, 50 good decisions in a game and go get them. I don't know that we've seen. We haven't seen Russ do that a whole lot. So, with Seattle not doing that just because Pete Carroll was conservative, or they know Russell Wilson and they know what he can handle. So okay. that'll be interesting. We've also seen Russ regress a little bit the last couple of years. Part of it has been injury, but if he's lost a step. You know, it, just his escapability in the pocket. That's that's a couple plays per game where Russ would do something special. If he's lost that, which it looks like he lost a you know half a step last year, if he's if he's lost some of that, might not be the same Russell Wilson. But I think early on we see him rejuvenated. We see some really good play. I want to see if he could bounce back because his last year and a half has not been great. Okay, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Uh, a year from now, not a year, but a year and eight games into the 2023 season. Do you think that we could be talking about Joe Burrow as the most talented quarterback in the NFL, even above and beyond Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert and some others, Steve? I don't think Joe Burrow is ever going to get the most talented label just because he doesn't do as much crazy outside the pocket. He doesn't have a cannon for an arm. So I don't know if he'll get most talented, but if Burrow's going to be, you know, this next elite quarterback, he's going to probably be viewed closer to a Brady or a, or a Drew Brees type, right? A, you know, more of a pocket passer. He can move when he needs to. Um, but it's going to be the accuracy and decision-making, I think, for Joe Burrow that's going to set him apart. Where when the, the first thing you say about a Justin Herbert or a Josh Allen is, is their velocity, the cannon for an arm, the ability to make special throws. First thing you say about Mahomes is similar, right? The, the talent, the arm talent. With Burrow, you're just going to talk about, man, that dude puts it wherever he wants and makes good decisions and drives the ball, you know, gets the ball down the field wherever he wants to put it. Um, so I think that it, they'll be, he'll be described differently, um, but Burrow definitely has that ability. He's got to cut down on the sack totals. You know, a lot of that's on him. So he's got to get rid of the ball quicker as well. If he can do that, though, Burrow does have a chance to be that next great star quarterback in the NFL. All right, I've got 30 seconds. If they had won the Super Bowl, were you going to get a Joe Burrow tattoo? <laughs> Two of them, probably one in each arm. <laughs> and for my kids, too. All my kids would need Burrow tattoos oh, right that's now. That's awesome. That, that, see, y'all could all go to Chick-fil-A <laughs> with your Joe Burrow. You could do number nine on one uh, um, on one bicep, and you could do, you know, Burrow, Burrow Forever or something like that we, on the other bicep. We could almost spell his name letter by letter with all my kids. <laughs> kid. We're almost there. So... Thanks for the ideas. Maybe the Bengals, if they win it, we'll, we'll consider this. All right. Be good. Have a great weekend. Thank you, buddy. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, on the Out of Bounds Show and the Yingling Lager Guest Line. The show today is brought to you by Bulldog Burger. Uh, amazing sandwiches and burgers and appetizers and an awesome selection of craft beer. At uh, Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Man, they know how to do it. That family knows how to run restaurants. Um, Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. Uh, Bulldog Burger in the Cotton District in Starkville. And Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. 
Fresh sandwiches, delicious burgers, onion rings, fries, and appetizers. Don't forget about the spring rolls. All at Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. Hour number three coming up. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.